What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Growth Podcast. One half for your favorite fat duo here with my other half, Mr. Austin Rawlison. Uh, Austin, buddy, I know you brought a guest with us tonight. Why don't you do the honors? Um, this is, has been, this is Brenton, and he has been my best friend since I was like nine years old. That's a valid statement. So, what is that? I'm 25 now, so that's goddamn 16 years. I'm feeling good. Jesus. Well, that is a long time, actually. God damn. We met because my crackhead mom's <laughs> babysitter died because she was murdered by her husband, who was my mom's drug dealer. And Jesus. His dad. This is a weird convoluted story. I just realized. Very much so. His dad met his mom, but at the same time, his dad's sister, his aunt, started babysitting me because, you know, mine bit the dust. My other one bit the dust. And dad had to work, and mom was, and mom was, you know, smoking crack. And grandma was working, and so that's how we met then, and then ever since, until this man abandoned me. <laughs> he, he and his family moved to Ohio and Michigan. Oh, shit. And he's, so now he's here visiting uh, for a couple days, considering moving oh. back here, maybe, possibly, we don't know yet. Don't do it. No, don't live here. It sucks. (laughs) It's expensive, but there's also a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunities. Well, yeah, there's a lot of work, especially, um, you know, uh, did you hear about fucking Polis when the shit he was doing about basically like making it that much easier for you to start your own company out here? Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I don't know, ups and downs, but regardless, there's a lot of opportunity out here. I don't know if most people probably don't know this, but Colorado is actually, like, it's a cesspool of artists. So, like, a lot of musicians come from here. There's a really big music scene out here. There's a big fucking stand-up scene out here. Like, we promote and produce a lot of talented people. Which is weird because we're not Los Angeles. But to your point, yeah, there's plenty of opportunity out here. It's just fucking expensive. We're like the ugly stepsister of California. Not quite yet. At least we don't have homeless people injecting heroin in their feet. I'm fairly certain. Not yet. Not yet. We have homeless that's not injecting heroin in their feet. But... And most of them live in underpasses in the suburbs, less in downtown anymore. For now, until the next couple of months when the suburbs push them back into Denver. And then Denver has to plow their entire freaking main park in front of the Capitol building. Oh, yeah, that's been kind of the issue. The ongoing problem here is the fact that the governor will tell the police department, <clears throat> especially District 6 for downtown, to fucking move these people all over. 
Well, they do that, <clears throat> and then the cops get made to look like shit, and those fucking homeless people go hang out where they've been moved to for another couple months, and then the cops have to go do the same fucking thing. They just move them all over, as opposed to just, like, locking them up and shit like that. But then again, that won't do nothing either, because these dudes go to jail, and then they have a court date. They can't pay for any fees or anything like that. They'll go, but then what happens next? Like, nothing's going to change. To them, that's a that's a free meal and a bed. Like, why waste your time as a police officer? So that's why they're just ling- lingering around. Being homeless in Colorado is kind of like being stuck in purgatory. Well, they push them back. just living in Colorado in general. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, they're pushing, they're pushing them out into the suburbs, like to Aurora and Thornton and uh, Lakewood. Gosh, and... no wonder I've been seeing so many of them fucking up here by the mall, dude. Yeah, they push them out. They give them free bus tickets to take a bus ticket out of Denver. They're like, dude, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then they hang out in these cities, in these outside cities, but these outside cities have, like, good mayors, like Mike Coffin <clears throat> and yeah. Jan Coleman. And, and what they do is they pass, like, city camping bans where you're not allowed to camp on city public city property. And so if you, right, which try, to, you try to set up a tent in the middle of the sidewalk in downtown Aurora, um, the front cops come, take all your crap that you left on the sidewalk, throw it in a dumpster, throw you in the back of a car, and take you to a alternative housing site. Right. I mean, there's so many of them, too, because you know how you hear people bitch and moan about there not being enough, like, homeless shelters? Well, there's a there's quite a bit for downtown. The problem is a lot of them don't want to stay sober because that's the rules. You can't be in there all day. You can't be high, and you can't be drunk. That's why we have a fucking homeless problem. That's one of them. Because I don't know about you guys, but my opinion is it's not necessarily a homeless problem. It's a mental problem. They need help, like mental help, before we give them a home. We can give them a home, but it's like my mom used to always say to me, and this is fucked up, but it's true. You can take the kid out of the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of the kid. In other words, they're institutionalized. We need to fucking help these people, not give them phones and a place to live. Right. But, you know, that that's just me. It's just one of those things where I'm like, it's not that I don't feel for them. It's just that working in security for as long as I have, I'm no longer naive to the fact that a lot of these dudes need mental help. And those that don't, they're just fucking lazy. This is literally right. a, it's a lifestyle choice. I'm going to get so many people to hate us talking like this. Over here talking about women murdering babies and how homeless people are useless. Yeah, most people are homeless because they choose to be, not because they're being forced to. I agree. And you know what's crazy, too, is... uh, uh, Well, Austin, you, you know exactly where I'm coming from with this. Or, I'm sorry, you have experienced addiction like I have in the family form. So what I'm about to say is... Growing up with an addict, uh, I learned a lot of things. How to handle it, how to view it, you know, just everything that you shouldn't know at a young age. But that being said, to this day, I stand by what I've said then and now. That is not a disease. Addiction is a choice. 
well, addiction becomes a disease, but like it becomes a disease. But you, ch- that's like saying, oh yeah, cancer is the disease, but you, you chose to dip, stick your head in the nuclear reactor. That's kind of on you, bud. <laughs> exactly, like that drug shit is a choice. When you become yeah, you an got, addict, you got, you got go four ahead. ears now. You should have stuck your head the dang nuclear terminal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is a, this is a foreseeable outcome. It's not like we. It, it's not like you were like, oh, what's this powdery substance? It can't be bad for me. You knew what was wrong with it, and you still went. Right. Ah. Yeah, you still fucking did it. So like, people get shocked and upset when I tell them, no, that shit is not a disease; it's a choice. Well, I hope you never deal with somebody who's addicted. I'm like, I have actually. I grew up with it, and it's, you know, I'm happy for this person. I pray for them every day, and I love them. And I'm so proud of them, but there's that lingering feeling in the back of my mind, which isn't fair. And I hate myself for saying it, but it's a lingering feeling because you got to understand people like us that grew up with that. That's what we expect, unfortunately. (laughs) It's like we've been institutionalized. But anyway, away from all the depressing shit, let's talk about something fun. Uh, First and foremost, Austin, how... How's work going for you? Because it sounds like you're busy as shit. Like, what's going on? Is this like a busy period? Uh, well, this is the busiest weekend of the year for food trucks because it's um, Independence Day weekend. Uh, we're going to go on the trucks tomorrow and die. Yay. Um, so we're going to die. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. Um, and then also... Last week was the state primary, so I was running around crazy like that. And then now this is the first week. Uh, it's also the first week of the general of general, excuse me, of the general election. So I've got a bunch of candidates. I got to start the general election um, planning. Holy shit, dude! You're like going to be all over the fucking place. Be happy you ain't got kids, man. That would be fucking... I would have quit a long time ago. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't be able to do this if I had kids. God, that's the weirdest thing in the world when you think about it. Like, uh, in your in your case, it's a lot easier to maintain, but if somebody had kids and they're trying to, ch- like, chase, you know, different things, it'd be fucking, like, exhausting. Because I love having kids and all that, and I don't try to complain about it, but... If you have kids, you know that it's exhausting trying to not just be a parent, but being more than a parent. Trying to do what you love doing, chase your dreams or whatever your high is. That's hard because of the fact that you're trying to make sure that your human beings you raise are taken care of. You don't want to be a piece of shit. So you dedicate a lot of that time. Which is kind of where I'm at right now. That's why... Uh, up until recently, that's why it's just been so difficult to record on time with you. It's because this kid, the youngest one's growing up to be a dick, so she is really getting on my nerves. Uh, again, I'm not trying to complain about my children, but holy shit. This whole time I was waiting for her to fall asleep, dude, I mean it when I say that she was looking at me in the eyes like, nah, it, it's not happening, dude. You can keep dreaming, but I'm right here, I'm in your ear, and I want you to refill my bottle. Fuck. <laughs> I sound like a broken record, but it's like, holy shit, man. I just wanted to go to sleep. And not even that. I'm wide awake. 
but I want to do more than just be a parent sometimes. Just like I'm sure you want to do more than just being, I don't know, whatever people run to you for. I'm assuming mechanical stuff because you like to fix cars and shit. I run to you, baby, when the world starts coming. Sorry, that song just stopped so to pop my head. What song is this? Copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, get your whole channel owned. Oh. Lady Annabella. Oh, fuck. Um... I'm going to run through this real quick just because it's worth talking about, but it's also not that interesting. Uh, I'm going to do a wrestling uh, review, whatever. So basically, Money in the Bank was on Saturday. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's a pay-per-view that was named after an event. Basically, you got a ladder match with seven opponents for men and women's division. The winner wins a briefcase that gives them a contract for them to cash in on for up to a year for any title at any time, anywhere. So the pay-per-view overall was actually pretty interesting. wasn't great. Uh, Roman Reigns, our current champion, champions, if you will, for both brands, fucking wasn't there. So that sucks. Other than that, uh, the women's division was probably the better one. Uh, my girl Liv Morgan won finally, and she cashed in that fucking contract right after Ronda Rousey's match. Ronda beat Natalia, and then fucking Liv came out and pretty much destroyed her. So that was cool. I liked that. That was some good booking. That was finally some good storytelling. Um, Ed Boy was in the men's money in the bank, and he came in at last minute after losing to Lashley in an earlier match. This motherfucker won the contract. And I, it's irritating, dude, because I've already told you how I feel about this fucking character. It's so stupid. That was the dumbest thing of the entire night. The other part that was stupid is they kept using the whole show to advertise for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar part seven, believe it or not, at fucking SummerSlam. So that sucked. Oh, and then the Usos won as well. They had a match against the Street Profits. It was kind of stupid, but... Aside from that, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view, man. It's probably one of the better pay-per-views that WWE has pulled out of their ass in the last few years. So, I mean, it was, it was all right. I wouldn't recommend it. I was going to call you and see if you wanted to come over, but I'm glad I didn't because it was, you know, it was subpar. Anytime the Usos wins, win, I'm out. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I'm fucking over it. I'm like, God, man, I can put up with them a little bit, but... I always bitch about this, but, you know, it's, you got a whole faction of people, right, that are supposed to be, like, the next big thing. Roman Reigns is the guy, but he's got both fucking heavyweights, and now he's not wrestling. The Usos have both tag team division champions, so there's no point in even doing, like, there's no reason to watch it, because they have all the fucking gold. That's the point. It's supposed to piss you off, but it feels like, I don't know how to explain it other than, you know how when you like really like something from a celebrity, like Pink, and then she goes on there and says, I don't want any of my, <laughs> I don't want any fans that are pro-lifers to listen to my music ever again. That's kind of what that's like. It's like being spit in the face. But at the same time, you're like, that's okay. Your music sucks anyway. 
I was about to say, are you listening to Pink Tony? We have to reevaluate our friendship. No, I don't fucking. I've never heard a song by Pink. In fact, I didn't really know who Pink was until I saw that. I remember, like, okay, I've heard of Pink before, but dude, I don't I keep up with some, modern music. I think she's just some dyke with colored hair who sings bad music. That's kind of what I came to the conclusion to. Like, I saw it and I was like, dude, if it wasn't for social media, I would have never have known that this person was this fucking stupid or alive. I wouldn't have known that either. So, I yeah. said dyke with colored hair that makes trash music, and Brent looked really offended all of a sudden. You no, like... no, really confused. Give me a second. Uh, are you looking up who Pink is? Yes. Yeah, you're about to come to the same conclusion we did live on air. Yeah, we're like, wait, who is Pink again? It's somebody that sucks. We know that. I recognize none of these songs. Yeah, probably not. I've never heard a song by Pink in my life. Actually, no, 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 that's not true. I did hear one, so I don't remember the name of it, but she did it with the lead singer of the band, uh, Fun. Uh, I can't think of any songs you would know by them, Austin, but that Let's I do it. remember she did a song with him, the guy from the band Fun. I remember hearing that, but that was like, in 2012 but I don't I don't follow modern music so I have no idea who Pink really is I'm really behind on the times I'm like one of those dinosaurs that everyone's waiting to die on cause I'm a dinosaur copyright strike Hank Williams Jr you know what we need is that soundboard every time I talk we gotta hear that faggots get the hell out of our town Okay, I take my statement back. I know one of her songs because it's from Alice Through the Looking Glass. It's pink just like fire. Yep, that was a mistake. <laughs> but that's the only song I know. How Tony, famous... did you have... Go ahead. Did you see that video I sent you of that, that guy with the milk, jug of milk in the grocery store? No, I don't think I have. Let me go look at my messages. I'm going to have to fucking... <laughs> you need to watch that. Let me see. Hold on. I'm looking at it now. It's it been is, quite a day. It's top-tier comedy. That's all I'm saying. You're just enjoying gorgeous time today. I just want to give you some milk so you can finally come home to your family. That's got to be racist. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be racist. Oh, man. Freaking black-on-black crime. <laughs> Dude, that's actually pretty fucking good. That's hilarious. Jesus Christ. You know what? Since you told me to watch that, let's talk about TikTok. TikTok. I still don't understand the appeal behind it. Austin, uh, you showed me. It's off of the fine energy that we had back in 2012. There's a lot of high quality, high brow content on TikTok. Uh, you're on the titty side of TikTok. <laughs> if you're anywhere else, it's all crap. Yes. See, that's the only reason I made a TikTok was because Austin showed me the value of it. But <laughs> aside from that, I no, never there could is, get into there it. There is really great comedy on, on TikTok also. That's where I first saw Brett Cooper. Yeah, Brett Cooper is great on TikTok. I love um, Charlie Kirk's Turning Point USA on there too. It's funny as hell. John Crist is awesome on um, TikTok. There's Alex. a dude on there that I do like that I, I can't remember his fucking name, but basically he goes like store to store as a black dude who puts like an AirPod in his fucking ear, goes up next to people and starts talking shit. 
And when they look at him, he goes, oh, no, 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 I'm on the phone. <laughs> and he gets them all riled up. Well, he does it to the point where, like, this dude fucking tries to choke him out. And I was like, I got to watch this fucking dude. So oh, I was seen, watching those. Have you seen the videos of this, that guy? He's, like, walking down, down the street. And he, like, puts his hand up like he's going to smack the girl in the butt. But he brings it down, like, like slaps something off of his thigh, like, brushing the, the girls like jump all freaked out like he's gonna smack him in the butt dude <laughs> just imagine having the like balls to do that though because i'm at a point in, in like this day and age where i'm actually afraid to make eye contact with women because i don't want to get me too for no fucking reason but like that's some i wish i could tease people like that people are so sensitive there be is afraid a to... video sorry go ahead I don't know. You're good. I was thinking, talking about like having the balls to do one of these videos. There's a video of this guy. He's the toothpick of a man, but he walks up to like big buff bodybuilders, like guys that you would not want to see at any point in time. I'm on the wrong side of the track. Kind of thing. <laughs> and he walks up and he just walks up like all macho, like what bumps into them. Watch where you're going, man. And the guy starts, they, they go back back and forth for a second. He says, all right, no, you know what? We're doing this. We're doing this right now. He takes off his shirt and the, the buff guy take, looks at him like, what the hell are you doing? And he takes off his shirt and then the guy just rips off. He's got like those uh, show pants. That, the Velcro the, pants, the yeah. The Velcro or the button ones on the side where you just fry right. them off and he's wearing a freaking Speedo and walks <laughs> towards the person. I'm like, I could never. My self-embarrassment factor would just skyrocket. Another video idea. What we got to do Tony's, we gotta like walk downtown Denver, like bump into people that are way bigger than us. And like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of people disrespecting me. And they're like, that's it, we're gonna fight. Let Tony bring it. And then you'll run it, you'll run out a little table with run out a little table with hungry, hungry hippos on it. <laughs> oh fuck no. <laughs> people will look at us like what the fuck are you doing, dude? I'm like, wait, give me a second. And, and then I'll sit down and be like, get on. <laughs> See, I think that does sound like a good idea, actually. Because that is clean comedy right there. It's great comedy right there. Ryan, you don't see that very much. Like, I really wish that somebody would come up to me out in public and just fuck with me. But people this don't freak- do it. I mean, I would too, but this freaking post on Facebook said, I, I found out my mom was still talking to my ex. And when I asked her why, she said, because I still talk to her ex. Ma'am, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> That's awesome. You want a chip? That's that true redneck shit. Hey, what's all this about dad jokes? Like, what what the fuck is this about? Because these have been a thing forever, but suddenly I'm seeing videos and shit everywhere about them. Uh, Where the dad jokes are? Oh, there's a new tier of dad jokes. It's the dad jokes with the uh, transgender or like any other part of the. LGBTQ. Yeah, you, do you know? Do you know? Do you know why? Do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke? Oh lord! No, when? When it becomes a parent? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I heard that one so many times, and I still love it. Do you know? Do you know why the poor little um, transgender kid couldn't find his dad? Why? I know why. I know why. 
because he was transparent? Yeah, because his dad was transparent. Yes. Jesus Christ. Got him. I saw. How does a ninja kill a non-binary? How? They slash them. Jesus. Ooh. You gotta, yeah, you gotta hit the chair on your way out. Gotta smack the wall and go. <laughs> no, that's a real knee slapper right there. Oh my god! Day I just I saw this on fucking Facebook and I was like, yeah, there's like a resurgence of this shit because dad jokes have been around forever, but nobody ever cared enough to like talk about them. I'm seeing this now, and then, you know, of course, I see the memes all the time about the white sketchers, and it's like every dad cannot wait to take these home and break these bad boys in mowing the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed, so I was like, dude, my dad had those, and he was Mexican. <laughs> like, every fucking race of dads has those shoes at one point in their life. Please kill me, Austin, if I start talking about getting Skechers and shit. No. It's white New Balances. Mm-mm. Those are the Dad 7000s. They no, always have three pairs. They have a white pair for when they are got to dress up. They got a, a, reg- a like slightly worn down pair for when they're normal. And then a green pair when they're doing yard- for yard work. Jesus Christ. You know what? I decided fuck it. Because I had a moment of clarity today where I was like, dude, I'm almost 30. I need to stop dressing like I'm in a fucking failed reject emo band. But then, like, talking about this, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and keep wearing baggy jeans the rest of my life. I will never lose my manhood over some fucking white shoes. I just try to maintain a body-to-backpack ratio of at least two to one. What the fuck? He's like, can you not dress like a thug? <laughs> that day you walked through with a teeny tiny backpack. I said, there's probably a gun in there. There's a gun? He's like, smell. <laughs> what is it with you and those gangbangers, dude? I swear. So, do you guys want... I, I have gone down a very dangerous trail. Oh, no. Um, I, I searched up, what is the world's oldest joke? Oldest dad joke. Let's hear it. Uh, I, I might be just too stupid to understand this one. Well, actually, no, I understand this one. Uh, the oldest, the world's oldest recorded joke has been traced back to 1900 BC and suggests that toilet humor was as popular with ancients as it is today. Let's see. It is a saying of the Sumerians who lived in what is now southern Iraq, and it goes, quote, something which has never occurred ever since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. They tried. They tried. You know, comedy's <laughs> evolved over a long time. And unfortunately, the Muslims did not get comedy good. I thought I thought I was just stupid as fuck, because I was like, I don't see how that's funny. World's oldest British joke dates back to 10th century. What hangs at a man's thighs and wants to poke a hole that is often that is often poked before? Answer hmm. a key. A key. A key. Dangling their keys between their thighs <laughs> like they got a freaking like they're 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 hanging low, swinging between the legs. Do your keys. Well, apparently low. Geppetto was back in the day. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kind of creepy that Geppetto definitely molested Pinocchio multiple times, right? Yeah, he did. I watched. Oh, dude, I watched the fucking stupid one from the nineties with the dumbass kid from uh, Home Improvement. And I was sitting there thinking about it. 
at some point or another, this dude at least thought about fucking this kid. Because it was a puppet before it was a boy. Yeah, I'm certain that Family Guy covered that. Yes, there's a Family Guy skit where he like bends over and goes, hey, Pinocchio uh, tells him to lie. I noticed earlier that uh, some of my cookies were missing. Did, Did you happen to eat them instead of lying and saying no? He says, yes, father, I ate them. I'm sorry. And he tries to just make the nose grow to just have something poke it to pet it. <laughs> so he could put it in his ass. <laughs> yeah, and there's definitely a moment where it's like, I wish you were a real boy. That's probably, oh, God, dude, now I'm looking at it. <laughs> hey, you are what you eat. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting. Now it seems like you can get a, a pretty bad splinter. That's all I'm saying. Could you imagine this... you go to the doctor? I was, my, my oh, was, was riding his nose. My, 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 my puppet was giving me a blowjob, and I got a bad splinter. Can you help me get it out of here? Right oh, at the dude. tip of the mushroom. Can you just get, pull that out? Dude, he was, he was twerking on fucking Nokio's goddamn nose, bro. And he was telling him, like, you like this, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I do, Papa. And it kept growing fucking harder and harder. Oh, Jesus. Actually, it would have sounded like, ah, Papa. <laughs> Probably, dude. Or let's get something straight here. The whole story about the well swallowing fucking Geppetto and shit, like, that all oh, seems like a, that's an analogy. We are so, we are so dumb. Pedo is in his name. Yeah, Pedo, oh, Geppetto. <laughs> We've uncovered a Disney conspiracy theory. Or what's the... There's an analogy, too, behind the fucking asshole that turned all the kids into asses. I'm trying to remember what it was, though, and it's really fucking disturbing. Austin, you'll have to look at one of your rabbit hole sites to see if there's a conspiracy behind this. Don't drink booze from random of people in carriages. That's yeah, the story. that is, yeah, that's actually, that's one of them. I mean, it's a classic case of, like, parents let their kids out to go play and they weren't watching them. And then the fucking kids got kidnapped by child molesters, basically. Oh, I showed Brenton um, Run High Pike yesterday for the first time. That's a good-ass movie. That's a good-ass movie. I love that movie. I like all except for that Hyperion bullshit. I liked it just as at first, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, that movie was pretty bad. I've talked to him and not liking it anymore. <laughs> it wasn't good. Like, I think about it more and more. I'm like, the quality wasn't great. The acting is really not that great. I love the story, but it could have been done a whole lot differently. The excuse was it was cheap. And I think that's a good excuse. What's Hyperion? I period it's a movie that some other studio was gonna release, but they wouldn't release it, so the Daily Wire picked it up and released it. Oh. See the Daily Wire said that the reason it wouldn't be released is because of the moral story about family. And I find that hard to believe because yeah, Hollywood is full of bullshit and they love to press the whole non family, you can't be a man, but you can be a fucking soy boy cuck. But I find it hard to believe that Hollywood said no because we don't like the message of this movie. What it probably was was no, this movie sucks shit. Yeah, I don't even remember what the moral of the story was. I was struggling it's about to stay family. 
I was I was struggling toward the end there to stay awake. So the only way that movie could have been saved is if Vin Diesel showed up at one point and just started chanting "Family, Family, Family." Fuck, man. At, at this point, we need fucking Fast and Furious, dude. Lost World. Just fucking add some dinosaurs in there. Dude, I'm ready. I have, I have been for two weeks wanting to go watch Elvis. And I keep kept being... I'm just so busy. I haven't been able to have time to go. I want to go see that, too, really bad. I remember we went and saw Batman, and we saw the trailer for that, and I was like, yeah, dude, that's going to be fucking great. I do want to see it, but... There's another movie I've made a priority that I'm going to see before Elvis. It's called The Black Phone. Oh, yeah. That one one looks fucking amazing. I've been dying to see it. It got pushed back by like a whole fucking year, so it's finally coming out. It's because they didn't want to release it on a streaming platform. Right. To be honest, I probably would have loved that a little more than having to wait this fucking long. But I'm going to go see that shit in theaters because, A, I love Ethan Hawke. Great actor. This is the first time... That he plays a bad guy. More importantly, a fucking chomo. And secondly, it's from the same guys that made the movie Sinister. And I don't know if you've ever seen Sinister, but that movie, that movie fucked with me a little bit mentally. It was super disturbing. Was that the one with the uh, old real type movie recorders? Yeah, that like he's a writer. And he moves his family into this house, and he goes into the attic and finds the reels, all the Super 8 reels. And each yeah. one he watches shows the death of a family by one of the kids. It's a fucked up movie. You see, like, everybody die consistently throughout the movie. But it was good. I thought it was, I mean, for somebody that loves horror films but doesn't have respect for newer ones, that was a good one. Until they made the second one. Avoid watching that shit at all possible. Who's your favorite uh, horror movie director? Of all time, John Carpenter. Uh, I mean, it's kind of not fair to say John Carpenter because he was more of a thriller, but he did all the greatest horror films ever. He did The Fog, Halloween, They Live, The Thing. He's my all-time favorite. Number two, though, because, like I said, he was more thriller than anything. Number two would probably be George A. Romero. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, all that shit. I love all that over the top crap. I don't know why. I've just always had a I've always had a special place in my heart for slashers and just cheesy B-rated horror films. Uh, Unlike Austin, he's not on the same level as I am with it. You know, I don't I don't really watch horror films. Well, I understand your situation as to why you won't though. That's different. Because if I have a small child in the throat, (laughs) be realistic about it. Don't wobble. Tough through it. I just I don't know. I've always I've always loved them because I think that they were like the forbidden fruit when I was a kid. My dad hated that my mom would let me watch them. And to be fair, it wasn't like she was like, "Yeah, here, let's indoctrinate my kid." It was she saw it as like, she saved that for your teachers at school. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if it's a boy yet. That's up for the kindergarten teacher to decide. Uh, <laughs> but fucking, she just saw it as, okay, I think he really does like these because he sits here all fucking day in the dark and watches them, has no nightmares, doesn't repeat them, doesn't talk about them. I think he's okay. 
And I had told her, like, no, they scared the shit out of me. I'm terrified right now. Pretty sure my diet <laughs> changed. But I love them. Like, I don't know. I'm just drawn into them. And so since this day, I've always been drawn into horror films. Like, I love movies in general. Austin can tell you all about this. I fucking love movies. I'm a movie nerd through and through. But if I had a choice, I would watch a horror film any day over anything else. Except he has some of the worst movie opinions of all time. Like what? Like that like, all the DC movies are better than the Marvel movies. Uh, all? I never once said they were all better. I said that they're he, definitely better than some of them. This man out here said that Batman v Superman was better than of the Avengers. Uh, yeah, was, dude. I, I would have to argue. You know what was better than the Avengers, the first one? The Dark Knight. You know what was better than that? The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, if we're going strictly off Christian Bale. Yeah, that's not what we're, that's not what we're, talking, we're talking about. No, I'll, I'll admit where I'm biased. I don't give Marvel a chance just because I fucking hate Disney. But I was so it, much bad stuff about these movies. He goes, these movies suck. I'm like, well, did you remember this part? He goes, no, I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty I'm much. I'm going to come over there and strangle you. I've only seen a few, and I'm like, some of these are okay. Like, I loved the first Iron Man. I thought that was cool, and I really wish they would have left it at that. But never cared for the Thor movies. I saw, like, the first two. No, 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 I saw the third one. Um, I never really finished Black Panther. I tried. I just couldn't get through it. DC does have some shitty movies. But the reason I like DC more is because they don't rely on every single superhero in one movie. They don't have to be a giant squad. That's what I loved about DC. That's what I've always loved about DC is their movies were not about the Justice League. Not until recently so they can compete with Marvel. But I feel like if they would have stayed doing what they were doing with Christian Bell and just doing one superhero at a time here and there, they probably would have been just fine because that's what made them great was that they weren't doing Justice League. Marvel was doing the Avengers. That's Marvel's thing. Except they made Henry Cavill Superman and it was just abysmal. No, nah, that was the best one, period. Henry Cavill is the best Superman. Y'all have to leave. <laughs> Henry Cavill's... Uh, I don't leave for two more days. You're Henry Cavill's the best one, aside so, from you-know-who, that fell off Christ- the horse. Christopher Reeves is 18 times the Superman... That no, I Henry love Cavill. Christopher Reeves, but Henry Cavill is way better, in my opinion. No, he's not. Henry Cavill's not Superman. He's a sad, freaking emo kid wearing a Superman outfit. That's not Superman. Superman's <laughs> not emo. That's the whole point of Superman. Batman's an where... emo kid. No, See, just... this is where Austin and I are different, too. Like, he loves the Marvel movies, and I get, I understand the appeal to him. My issue is, is I'm a comic book fan. I'm not a movie fan. Did you know comics. that Christian? That you know that that Superman is not what Superman is in the comics. I mean, have you read a Superman comic, like an original Superman comic? It's yes, very arguable. Like religiously, it's very arguable. Rum up territory that I am not acquainted with. We have this argument all the time. He doesn't know what Superman is, but it's okay because the majority of people don't know who Superman is because they've watched. Because they've read one, um, they've watched, they've read one Superman comic, Death Superman, and they think they know what Superman is, and they watch a bunch of crappy Superman movies, 
where Superman cries about his problems and he snaps people's necks and kills them. This is from the same guy that thinks that Marvel is actually any good. (laughs) I do know that Superman had a uh, campaign against the Nazis. Yeah. It was a a radio station. Like a little bit of history that I know. Yeah, when Superman got older and he learned who he was, he didn't care for the human race. He had to find a reason why. And that's the closest we get to Superman is Henry Cavill. Now, the Superman that everyone thinks is Superman, the Richard Donner Superman, that's more the message of what is a superhero. But that's why I like Henry Cavill is because they kind of put you in that position where he has to decide, does he really care? Because we never discuss these movies. That's why I gave Spider-Man No Way Home a tremendous amount of respect because that movie actually put you in a position where you were like, this kid's suffering. Like, this sucks. And I love shit like that. That's why I like DC is because I love the darker ones. I love the ones that are grounded in realism. Like, yeah, Austin it's a super hero. crying tears of sorrow. I know Superman is not – he is a <laughs> alien from outer space who can move a planet with a chain. Yeah, he's better than all these humans. And this, even is, knows it. this is why – this is why Marvel movies and Marvel comic books are better because they have actual stories because it's like and actual people. Wrong. The, the issue with DC is these are gods that you can't be touched. Marvel is real people. Spider-Man I don't know. Batman's a, a real person. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, Batman's a magical person who has no superpowers <laughs> but can beat up people who have the strength to sneeze and obliterate Batman. Didn't he beat up Darkseid at one point? Yeah, Batman also killed Superman at one point, too. That was yeah, one of the greatest. He's not that difficult. He, he can be killed by a glowing rock. From his These guys are... Right. DC is about gods among men. Marvel, Marvel is about men who are bestowed greatness upon them and their struggle with man being a man and also being a hero. You told me there weren't being boozled in this. That was butter. Butter's not been boozled. It's butter popcorn, you ding dong. No. That, that does not taste like popcorn. That tastes like butter. The fuck? He's eating a thing of jelly beans. I've been betrayed. No, but um, this is the problem. These pe- people who've read one comment, read one Superman comic book line, and then watch a bunch of comic book movies. Go, I know who Superman is, but the issue. I is, mean, you're talking to someone that owned over twelve thousand comics. I'm pretty sure I know. What you I'm don't know. You don't know <laughs> what you don't know. If you think Henry Cavill is Superman, then you don't know what Superman is. He's the closest you, we'll ever get to Superman. No, you you watch too much Smallville, Tony. I never seen Smallville, to be honest with you. I have. I didn't care for what's his name. Uh, was it Tom what's Welling or whatever? I don't know. I've never seen Smallville. Tony, See, here's the thing, to, dude. Tony, you I need to like... sit down. You need to watch Justice League of America. That's Fuck. The... No, no, no. He needs to watch Justice League Unlimited. You sit down, watch that. That is Superman. That is Superman. Not Henry Cavill. That oh. is Superman. Still sounds gay. I'm not going to lie. But I'll try it out. I'm just biased, because here's the thing. I love Marvel Comics. I'm talking the comics, not the movies. The reason why is because I fucking hate Disney. 
But again, I'll give Disney credit where it's due, especially because look at it like this. If it wasn't for Disney, we wouldn't have Tobey Maguire back as Spider-Man for like a one-time only thing. And we wouldn't get Obi-Wan Kenobi with my boy Hayden. So I got to give him credit where it's due. That's fucking cool to see. I always wanted to see that, and I never thought I'd get it. So that's I'm cool with that. But I have a hard time. Republic remake? Wow. Well, you know what I like? is that fucking uh, Disney, when they do another Avengers movie, they're going to have the guy that played the Punisher on the Netflix show, but they're also going to have Tom Jane, who played Punisher in the 04 movie, in there as well. I'm happy as shit about that, because I'm like, dude, he never got justice. He did one movie, it was great, and then they decided not to do another one. So I'm cool with that. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. If Disney does more shit like that, Kind of add some old shit in. That'd be cool too. Well, Otherwise, trying to get old nerds and new nerds together. Yes, exactly. I'm fine with that because this new shit is like a spit in the face. It also depends on the movie too, because I do like, I do like Incredible Hulk, the one with Edward Norton. That was pretty cool. I still like Ruffalo's Hulk better, but I enjoyed <laughs> that one. He is doing his best impression. Of a 15-year-old girl who's just rolling her eyes because she got told no. Like, but I told you, this guy has the worst movie opinions, especially on comic movies. He's like, Henry Cavill, who is the worst Superman we've ever had, is the best Superman. Awesome, Edward the Norton. only person I know that doesn't like Henry Cavill. That's no, no. You're legit the, the only guy. person I know, bro. Literally everybody ever. You're also a Marvel TV boy, though, too. Like, no, you're a big time I Marvel like Superman. boy. I like I like good Superman. I don't like Superman who murders people. It's got a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not the only one who thinks this movie was super mid. It's got a 55 on Metacritic. Suck I bet girl. a lot of those guys yeah. were Marvel fans too, though, because you know it's an in thing to hate the other side. Search up a. Uh... Wonder Woman 84 and tell me what the uh, rating is for Rotten Tomatoes. Don't that fucking watch it. That movie, movie sucks. That- that movie's horrible. That movie's fucking trash. That movie's garbage. Wonder Woman. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched the last movie for either DC or Marvel that I watched. Let's see. Marvel. I watched Infinity War, but I didn't watch anything after that. I didn't watch Civil War. That's a mess. That, that's a mistake. Captain America: Winter Soldier. I didn't watch Iron Man three. I haven't seen any of the Spider-Man movies except for the latest one with the other two Spider-Men. I have watched WandaVision and Loki, though. I haven't watched most of anything. Because here's my thing, too, man, is I don't... I love comic books, but I really don't like comic book movies that much. I used to when I was younger, but once Marvel started doing all this shit, it got kind of old. Right. The same with DC. Man of Steel? Yes, it is. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a oh, 60 on Metacritic. Oh, man. That says a lot about Man of Steel that had a 57. Yeah, because you know what Man of Steel is? It's Henry Cavill being sad the whole movie, and then he gets angry for 30 seconds and snaps his neck, and then Russell Crowe comes out of nowhere is like, you have to you have to love these people. And magically, in thirty seconds, he has a complete change of heart. He goes, 
yeah, I do love these people, and then murder somebody. I swear That's... I saw this movie somewhere else before. I think it was called Captain America Civil War. Oh. Exact same thing. What are you smoking, crack? Captain America The whole Civil thing War? is... We're this because that's what we're supposed to do. No, we caused too much trouble. They want us to turn ourselves in. Now we have to fight. No. It's the same thing, Austin. No, it's not. Captain America Civil War is a complex story of the questions of government and when government interference is required and when when freedom is more important than security. (laughs) It's phenomenal. And it's the greatest kind of a movie ever made. No, it's not. It's a good yes, movie. I'll is. give you that. No, the best comic book movie ever made, hands down, nothing will ever be better than it, is The Dark Knight. My that's favorite, not even the, that's not my even favorite the best. is Logan. My personal favorite is Logan. but the, the Dark Knight isn't even the best Dark Knight movie. No, it's not, actually. I'll have to agree with you there, because we had talked about this. Dark Knight Rises is ten times better. Yes, it's better. If, if it wasn't for some freaking druggy overdosing, then we wouldn't really hold that movie. It'd still be high. It's really, really good. But people wouldn't freaking glow that movie so much if that druggy would have overdosed. We're talking about. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way too, actually, because if you think about it, it was a good Joker and all, but it's not the same thing. So I don't think it was like I think it was just people saw it as okay, dude died. Now we got to go see this, and now we're going to hold it into a high regard because I said it before too. Like, yeah, it's a good movie. I do enjoy it, but it's my least favorite of the three. And and it is the best Joker. Yes. Yeah, it's Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, and then Jack Nicholson for me. And then. 42 blocks down, underneath 17 <laughs> layers of dirt. Jared Leto. <laughs> under lava, lit on fire, is Jared Leto. God, I don't know why they keep doing anything with him, too, because he's supposed to be in another one. I don't know. Um, Morbius? It's number one. Number one is... The number one Joker might actually be Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamilton? Mark Hamill, yeah. Oh, he does the voice and shit for all the... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Every single animated um, movie. Yeah, Mark he's been... The voice of the Joker. And yeah. he was also the voice of the Joker for uh, the Dark Knight series. The video game. Yep. And Arkham. Or not Arkham. He didn't do Arkham. No. We almost got Leonardo DiCaprio as the Joker if it wasn't for Joaquin Phoenix. Thank you, Joaquin Phoenix, for saving us from that hellhole. What's wrong with Leo? Leo is awesome. Leo's not the Joker. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's my favorite actor of all time, but I don't want to see him as the Joker. Leo's a pretty boy. Leo couldn't do... Leo probably could have done a whole lot better than Leto could. Well, my... You know who would have been a good Riddler? (laughs) You know who would have been a good Riddler? So, like, I mentioned this before, but if Christopher Nolan and Christian Bell decided to continue doing that series, he wrote a treatment for a fourth movie... They would have had Jake Gyllenhaal playing the Riddler, and I would have been so fucking behind that. That dude's oh, a good that, actor. That would have been fantastic. Like, I always tell people, if you want to see Jake Gyllenhaal as potentially the Riddler, the closest thing you get is the movie Nightcrawler. That's a fucking insane movie. He was in Nightcrawler? But the best Batman is Twilight. 
the fuck? I haven't I seen it yet. It's so uh, fucking good. James Pattinson. Um, no, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. It is so freaking good. No, it's really good, but I still hold it at... It took my number two spot. I put that at number two. Who was I talking to? Oh, it's not, it's it? not the best. They loved the uh, car. The Mustang. Because it was the most realistic Mark. Batmobile. Well, the thing with this Batman is this this Batman is the most grounded Batman we have. Mentally sta- mentally speaking? No, grounded like this could actually... You, tomorrow some dude could actually low-key do this. Oh. Like someone with a good amount of money could legitimately do what this Batman does. Bezos, come on. Come on, man. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is not smart enough. No, he'd be Lex Luthor. Or small A failure of Lex Luthor. He would be a great value Lex Luthor. Oh, no, I forgot, forgot to put gas in the Batmobile. <laughs> That's yeah, I... what I want. That's what I want one time. I want there to be a Batman movie, and Batman hits, turns the corner, and the Batmobile dies because he forgot to put gas in it. Oh, yeah, no, I, I loved the new one. I thought he did great, too, because I had my doubts. But I thought he did good. My only complaint at all for the entire film, which is a very small one, was the fact that Robert Pattinson wasn't really Bruce Wayne. He was Batman oh. as Bruce Wayne, too. Bruce Wayne is almost is not in this movie. Yeah, it's just Batman the entire time. Nope. It's, I, and it's hopefully... I, did, I, did he do the deep voice like, I'm Batman? Not real, not no. overtly. Not overtly. He changed his voice a little bit, but he was Batman even when he was Bruce Wayne. But um, ah. I wonder if because this is such a young Batman, if the next one will see more Bruce Wayne, more of him. What I hope than this next one is him learning how important having Bruce Wayne is. Right. Like, exactly. Is this, this movie was all it's all Batman. Batman's doing everything. I think if they did another movie where in order to beat whoever the bad guy they're going to pick is, he has to be Bruce Wayne to beat him. <laughs> even if you they know, make even if they make Penguin the big bad here, and then he has to be Bruce Wayne to kind of to to um, figure it out, it's going to be awesome. You know who I would love oh, to yeah. see is the Penguin, Danny DeVito. We already have, have seen Danny DeVito as the Penguin, have we? Yeah, George Clooney. It was fucking terrible. It was horrendous. They made him into a little troll. How have what? you not seen this? Yeah, it's uh, Batman yeah, Returns. It's the last one. Yeah, Batman it was. Returns. Batman Returns. It was the last one. Michael Keaton played Batman, and then they had Batman Forever, and they turned him into a creepy monster that. They turned him into a creepy monster that like kidnaps children and drags him into the freaking sewer with rubber ducks. Rubber ducky? No, copyright. Who? Who's your? What the hell? Who's your guys' like favorite Batman villain? For me, it's Two Face. No, mine's Penguin, which is why that, which is why that freaking movie, the newest movie, was so awesome. Mine is a two face. The one I can't stand is fucking poison ivy. Why not? She's hot. That's why. It's just kind of redundant. It's cucumber. The cucumbers are growing. I didn't know they had a cucumber flavor jelly belly. I probably pickles. Smoky pickles. Your dick is full of motherfucking. You know the only 
entertaining part of Batman and Robin was Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze because it was so terrible. It was so bad. Blue, it was hard not to enjoy, the, though, because it's so bad the, it's good. The blue spray paint's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the jokes. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Like, that's fucking terrible. You should know what kind of movie you're getting into when you go in there, and the first 30 seconds is Batman and Robin getting into suits with nipples. <laughs> that should alone tell you what you're looking at. Oh, yeah, we're looking at the nipples. Yeah, it's tough. It's a rough one. Get, I mean, you also get a clean picture of bat bum. Also, yeah, some right booty. Tactical bat cheeks. You know what's crazy is Batman Forever is pretty cheesy, like on the same level, but it's way better. Batman Forever is like the second good one because if we're talking about the old ones, it's Batman, the first one with Michael Keaton. Then it goes Batman Forever. And then Batman Returns. And we could just forget about Batman and Robin. God, that movie sucks shit. I can't, Batman, can't believe that. Batman and, Robin, Batman, Batman and Robin is the one where they're swinging in the... No, it's not, is it? Which is the one where it opens up and they're, sw- and they're swinging with Two-Face? They got a 12. They're swinging in the freaking flying... Um... Oh, yeah, that's Batman Forever. Tommy Lee Jones was Two-Face. Says, yeah. let's start this party with a bang, and he blows shit up. Yeah, and the it's the same level of cheese. Out of the, yeah, but it's so it's good cheese. It's yeah, it's so way good. better. Like Jim Carrey is the Riddler, dude. I don't care what anyone says. That was fucking phenomenal. That was perfect. I had to think about it for a while. The Scarecrow is my favorite Batman villain. Scarecrow is badass. I like the actor that played him, Killian Murphy. He. Is such a creepy actor. He made that role fucking. In my opinion, man, he made Scarecrow the popularity that he is now because Scarecrow's always been a villain, but he never made it to the big screen, so nobody knew who the fuck he was, except for all the nerds. But Killian Murphy made him like amazing. Played Arkham. Oh yeah, that's right. And the uh, oh, the Beatas, they portrayed him phenomenally well. I think it's fucked up that the only good form of. Batman media is the goddamn Arkham games. Like, those are those are probably the most realistic, or at least most accurate to the comics. Those are the best. Those are better than the movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're, they're good they're, games. I, the, the, those Arkham games are some of the top, the best comic book medium, me, um, media we have. Right, like those are fucking good games, and some of them are creepy as hell too. Super I, fucked up. I but, hate to be the the uh, bearer of bad news. Yeah, we've uh, run into almost overtime. Um, <clears throat> we'll close, close it out by telling everyone thank you for listening to the nerd talk. Um, I didn't come prepared for this one, so I was just kind of pulling shit out of my head, which is how I do it. Yeah, we, we at least def- you have a hat. I had to pull it on my butt. <laughs> we definitely That's true. Reverse we, Pinocchio. We were definitely um not expecting to be able to do this because uh Brenton and I work just worked a 15, 15 16 hour shift. So that was fun. Yeah. No, I I understand and I didn't think we were going to have the time to, but luckily we made it. Um shit, well We'll try again. Uh, it's been fucking busy on my end, too. Uh, 
Otherwise, thanks guys for listening. If you like what you heard here and you want to check out more, you should go to the home base. That's going to be the greatgrowthpodcast.com. Subject to change, by the way, make sure you check out the special announcement episode that I've released. It'll explain everything. It'll all make sense. Brett and sir, thank you for joining us. Austin, buddy. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you on Friday. Adios.